This is Pursuing Wholeness. improvement I admit so tell me a little more about that um I do welcome you guys <laughs> but um but um I guess yeah um well I do pray every morning you know and I um a lot of times what I do is I have to I sit down and I just spend like a few minutes just not even saying anything whereas you know I mean Sometimes I do. Sometimes I just kind of go ahead and go in. But a lot of times I feel like since I, I've said the same thing over and over at times, I just feel like I need to be quiet first and just kind of get my being, so to speak, kind of quieted and, and, and whatnot. But I admit sometimes because, you know, it seems like it's always so much to do it's been easy for me to kind of, you know, shorten my prayer or, you know, let other things kind of take up some more of that time, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, but I know, especially in today's world that really being connected to God in, in real communication with God is mandatory. Um, I believe that God is real. I believe he does hear my prayer and I've had answers to prayer, but, um, but I mean, definitely, you know, needs improvement. My mm-hmm. brother. What about uh, yearn? <laughs> yeah, for me, I would say it's uh, if I had to rate it, I would give myself a D for my prayer life. Um, particularly with this pandemic and everything going on these days, I feel like I feel like my prayer life has suffered. And it's weird because you would think that it would be enhanced <laughs> in a time where prayer is so much more needed, but um, it hasn't been. It's like been a struggle to um, focus in prayer, and and I and I guess part of it could even be um, not going to church. No, I don't know, but it's just it's just harder for me to to connect. It feels harder. And I guess kind of like what you said where, um, I don't know, like when I try to think about how life was before all this stuff happened, it's hard to really um, pinpoint it. But I feel like now, like my getting up in the mornings and getting to prayer for some reason is just like, like it's other stuff, like he said, it's other stuff to do, other priorities, and then next thing you know, you have a few minutes to pray, but um, it's not like a a bit focus in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'm not happy with that at all. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it just I guess is where I am if I'm just honest and open about it. Mm-hmm. You know, my life my life has been kind of marked by um. 
moments of lots of moments to be really honest of like sometimes kind of wondering like what's the point of praying you know um because you know a lot of times you know you kind of have you kind of like especially when you hear you know different people kind of talk about their relationship with god and how clearly they hear from him you know it's like you like well it seems like i pray and put the words in the air and and they just float away, you know. Um, so I've had a lot of moments like that. Now, on the on the other hand, you know, I have to also say I've had moments, not as frequent, but moments where God has shown me that he's real and that he actually really does hear my prayer. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments that, to be honest, help me to hang on to, you know, you know, the prayer life that I have now, even though it needs improvement, they help me to kind of hang on because it's like it helps to kind of keep my faith in that place where it's like prayer is not, it is not futile. It's not futile. God is there and he hears. Um, And I even say, you know, since, you know, you and me on this podcast, you know, the time when, and I've told you about it many times, of course, but, um, it's a time when I was in college and I was just really lamenting at, you know, just, you know, wanting to find, you know, like a, a, you know, a girlfriend when I was in school and whatnot. And I just kind of felt like it was just going to be a futile practice and whatnot. And me and my brother staying in the same dorm room back then and just like, man, you know, just tired of this, man. Can't find nobody. And there's nobody here, you know? And then, you know, that, you know, a couple of days later going to church and a lady from my church just kind of walked up to me and was like, you know, you've been, you've been worrying about finding somebody, you know, and so don't worry about it. You know, God got somebody special for you. And so it's like, all right, hold on now. So that had to be God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally was an answer to, you know, prayer. I say in a sense, because I wasn't necessarily praying that, mm-hmm. but maybe it was just like the longer, longer the heart, you know, yeah, that that's the thing, because I, I was going to say when you mentioned that, it seems like most of the prayers that I answered are the ones that I didn't actually, like, get on my knees and pray. Hmm. It's like the ones that, I guess, like you said, the longings of the heart, the things that you really desire. But I don't often, like, just say, Lord, I want this, I desire this. It's like the thing that is just kind of constant in my mind and in my spirit it seemed like that's when I can see more apparently that God heard me mm-hmm. and that he's answering. Um, I can't, I can't think of a specific situation. Well, I'll say I'll, I'll use this one as an example. Um, I feel like there's something more poignant, but um, I know I had a time um, after this, after stuff with the pandemic really like was kicking off. Um, <laughs> um, I, I laugh because it's like I, when I think about the pandemic I always refer to it as like this thing that started as if like somebody like said alright go and then the pandemic started but it, it really was more phased and we didn't really realize how it was going for a long time mm-hmm. but anyway um, when things started to change in the world and we were home with the kids a lot more and just trying to juggle work and getting everything done I was feeling really overwhelmed with some of my cases because just 
it was just a lot going on and I felt like I needed certain supports that I didn't have and and it was becoming more apparent just with everything being so dynamic and um one day somebody um somebody who had been like mentoring me she added me to this group of other attorneys in my practice area that I didn't even know existed and like <laughs> it's been like such a lifesaver just having those folks on that group and you know that's that's something that like, I think that that's one of those things that I desired it in my heart, but I didn't necessarily think to ask God for, but he gave it to me. And it was like, yes, like you felt, it felt like answered prayer, mm-hmm. but even though I didn't take the, the time out to actually pray it. Um, so I, you know, I, it's interesting thinking about that. Cause I believe that that's how God has been working in my life throughout this pandemic. Um, because there's been so much that I have not taken the time to pray about, but it's been like a pressing matter in my spirit and, and God has spoken to me or, or blessed me in ways that, that have dealt directly with those things. Hmm. Um, so it almost seems to me that part of prayer that, um, one bit part of prayer is not necessarily asking God to do things for you, but it's just you connecting with him and 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 feeling that peace um uh, being able to to even um feel the ways that he's being there for you cuz it's easy to miss it sometimes because you're just like going through life and maybe that prayer time is a way for you to connect and actually feel what he's doing in your life yeah, you know, you kind of make me think about something that I think about relatively often. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, when you think about prayer, I'll just say when I've thought about prayer, I've thought about it being, you know, you go to God and you ask him to, you know, to take care of this and that. And um, But one thing I've been thinking about a whole lot lately is like, you know, I'm so used to asking God to do this and to do that. But like how much of stuff is actually like my own responsibility. So like, you know, where do I come in? And then the other piece of that is, um, I also think about like prayers effect perhaps on, on me or on the individual, you know, cause a lot of times we may, again, let me put it cause I don't know what, everybody else listening would do does in prayer. So uh, let me just speak for myself. I might ask God to do something or whatever, but sometimes I wonder if I'm asking him something that really I need to do. And maybe he's even kind of changing me in the process, you know, to do whatever it is that I need to do. Like you, do you understand like what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I mean, the question now sometimes, you know, it's like, for example, if I'm like debating, doing something like, God, I'm afraid, please give me courage. You know, I am literally asking for that, you know, and, and hoping really that he'll give that. I don't know how to necessarily acquire it myself. At least I don't feel like I do. But um, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if God a lot of times uses prayer kind of like what you're talking about like connecting with him some something about connecting with god in prayer almost being something like you know how you have like 
even this computer we're, we're recording on, um, it gets automatic updates. And so, like, we connect with God. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, like, the stream of automatic updates and things is 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 where it's connected and it begins to flow or whatever mm-hmm. you know so sometimes i kind of wonder i mean i do I, I say this too i definitely believe that there is a very very important part you know it's i mean i believe that confession specifically in prayer is very important like literally saying th- things you know praying specific things to god and and whatnot but kind of like what you said, I definitely believe that there is something about the connection aspect itself that must cause some sort of change. Maybe even that we don't understand in prayer. I don't know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like you get the instructions for the tool that you got. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, I, I really believe that. Um, I, you know, we're thinking about this as we speak, but um, and Holy Spirit, we welcome you to to mm-hmm. speak to us as we as we talk through this. I um I think that prayer like taking that time in prayer can help us to um to know how to go about things, I guess. So I think about myself. I have visions, I have ideas, I have um strategies that I believe that are from God. I have um just direction that I believe is from God, but it's almost like the um, information is coming to me in a, um, like it's coming to me scrambled and it's causing me to be anxious and it's causing me to be frustrated. And that's where I think the whole, like when I look into my future and I just see a white page, that's something I say a lot. It's like, I can't even see the future. Like I think that um, these things are what, I would get if I was spending more time in prayer. It's like, I believe God is still speaking to me. He's saying, Veronica, I want you to do this. I want you to, to dream about this, to have a vision for this and I'll do it. But then I'm like, okay, okay. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. And I'm anxious. And what about somebody takes the idea from me? Or what about ends? And I didn't like this anxiety and this pressure. And then I'm start, I'm starting initiatives. You know, I mean, if, if you know me, especially, I know Sean knows that I'm I'm good for starting a new initiative. I'm good mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna call somebody. I'm gonna put a group together. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. a Zoom call. I'm gonna just do it. Yeah. At since beginning of this um pandemic, my wife has formed I think roughly twenty to twenty five groups. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I mean, I have um started a lot of different things and and it and it's like because I feel this angst and I feel this desire to do something and I kind of know what I want to do but I believe excuse me I believe I'm going about it in the wrong way and it's not like as effective as it could be so mm-hmm. I need to spend time in prayer and just silencing myself um so that I can hear the details of how to make the thing happen. Right. You know, I mean, that's definitely the same for me as well. Um, I'm sure there are people listening who can sympathize with this, like the whole, like having so many ideas and so many thoughts, you can't really sort them out. You know, I had even recently just resolved that. I mean, I have all these different things that I feel like I need to do. I guess I need to do all of them. But then there's there's still that rest, restlessness on the inside of me that I believe is put there by God. It's like, no, you know, 
I, you know, I believe that God really wants me to do some things very specific. And like, I don't need to, I don't need to succumb to the thought that I have to do everything. Cause I'm not, I'm just not, I don't believe that that's, um, I'm operating at my best if I'm trying to do everything that's on my mind, you know, but the thing is, man, I think it's why we really need to kind of understand even the character, the character of God and, you know, and be, you know, you know, like make sure that we're studying the Bible and, you know, reading, really understanding who he is based on what he says. Cause the Bible says that he's not the author of confusion, you know, and it says, you know, you look to your left, you look to your right and you hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way walk in it, you know? And so like, to me, if it's like, you look to your left and it's like, go left and you look to your right and it's like, go right. And then go forward at the same time. <laughs> so that's that's just like against God's character I believe I believe that not to say he may not have you doing more than one thing but at the same time I believe that you'll have at least when I think about that scripture I think about maybe the peace that's involved in, in like knowing where you're going versus just kind of like you know um, but I'll say this too um, I was talking with you know you know I was talking to my brother and a good friend of mine today and we talked a lot about faith and, uh, I mean, it encouraged me incredibly in regard to prayer and and just walking out this 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 life. And um, I just kind of realized that sometimes when we kind of have the this anxiousness about what we need to do and and whatnot, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes the issue might even be we may have we may have already heard that this is something we need to be doing, but we're just not walking in faith you know, because we're still trying to make the calculations to kind of see, well, this needs to be taken care of and that needs to be taken care of. But at the end of the day, it's just not faith. So I I think that another thing sometimes about prayer, I say at least for me, is that sometimes I may even be praying about things, you know, and I've had strong inklings in some cases for many years. And if I really look back, you know, and I think about how the Bible says that, you know, um, without faith it's impossible to please God, you know, like, um, and he who comes to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who diligently seek him. He's looking for us to step out on faith. And sometimes I just keep on praying about the stuff, maybe hoping that he'll give me a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of walk on, like give me a few more directions. But, but, um, I think that sometimes I have a, I've even shown a lack of faith in my prayer. Mm-hmm you know, that I haven't taken a, a step, a bold step to kind of walk out on even like a an inkling, so to speak, of what I believe, of what is in my heart, what God, what I believe God has already shown me. Yeah. So why would I get, why would I even get more? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, you know, you ain't, you ain't did the first thing I told you to do. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you step two. I need you to do step one. Yeah. yeah. And I need to see if you're going to be faithful in doing step one. Then I can give you step two. Right, right, yeah. Some, um, I think my friend mentioned the whole thing about God telling Abram, you know, I want you to leave your family and go to the place that I'm going to show you later on. You know, I'm not even going to. I main thing is just go, just go. I'm not going to tell you what direction to go and nothing. I'm just going to tell you to go to a place that at some point I'm going to show you. Like, mm-hmm. what in the world does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know. But he went. So that was literally faith. It's like, I'm going to walk out, you know, 
and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go somewhere. And so it's like he told me to go. So at some point, if I really believe that what I heard, you know, if if I believe what I heard was from God and that He's true to His mm-hmm, word, mm-hmm. Then at go. some point, yeah, just go. At some point, He's gonna meet me. He's gonna be like, all right, checkpoint. All right, turn this way now. You know. So. Yeah. Sometimes I think we gotta just. What's it? Um, isn't there a scripture that talks about test the spirit? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just gotta test the spirit. We get some crazy idea. We just need to see, like, okay, so I got this crazy idea that just came from nowhere. Okay, is this from God or is this from the enemy, mm-hmm. or is it something I made up? Mm-hmm. And I almost want to say, if you feel like you made it up, like, just just say it's from God. Then <laughs> you know, like, if you praying and you seeking God and it don't seem like nothing crazy, mm-hmm. then maybe just go for it. Um, yeah, I mean, cause. You know, I mean, like you said, as long as it ain't just totally, it's like if you if you really seeking God and, you know, the, the Bible says that he rewards those who dis- diligently seek him. And it's that's literally faith mm-hmm. It's faith and that you can't please him without it. Right. Right. It's like you just got to know. OK, I guess I like I heard you say uh, either during y'all's conversation or after where you said your friend was like, um. He either he he he's like I, I don't know if God's telling me to move to this place, but I'm gonna move, and then when I get there, then if He don't want me to be there, He'll send me back. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like He just felt like you know maybe mm-hmm. I should mm-hmm. do it, and we just be so I don't know so scared. Like I don't know what we think. Some reason we become such a planning people. Yeah. We feel like everything has to be carefully laid out and planned, and it has to be perfect. All the eyes dotted and the T's crossed. And, like, the people who do the things that we think are really profound, they didn't have all that. And we see it time and time again. We see people who, like, do these really amazing things, and you talk to them, and they say, well, I just had an idea, and I just went for it. I didn't have all the details yet. Mm-hmm. I just took the steps. And, and we're so afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. But um, right. but it's, yeah. like, it's out there for the taking. Mm-hmm. I think about, you remember, you know, some of y'all know Veronica a little crazy sometimes. You remember back in um the day when I was at Mer- we were at Mercer and um I was trying to decide where I was gonna go to law school. Oh yeah. You know, I, I don't know why I be doing this crazy stuff, but um I think um I had a I think I told you this before, like that I had um I was trying to decide where I was gonna go to law school. I had got it gotten accepted into a few schools and um you know, just c- couldn't quite decide where I was going to go to school. And um, I can't remember what happened, but I remember I went to take out the trash. And maybe I said something like, Lord, give me a sign. And then when I, like, turned around, I saw somebody's Duke license plate. And I was like, I'm going to Duke. You know, went outside to take out the trash, came back in, knew where I was going to college. And I started wearing that little silly <laughs> Duke hat everywhere. Yeah, kind of small. Kinda yeah, small. one of those little ones that you get, like those little cheap ones that, that don't have any shape to them, right. wearing that thing around campus. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, like that that was a step of faith. It was like, just just go to Duke. Like, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And if you get there and you don't like the school, you can always transfer. But yeah. it's just like a matter of just taking those steps and um and sometimes you get those things like somebody could have been like, 
Veronica, come on now. A, a license plate tag that said do and you took that as like where you're going to school. Or even like with Mercer, I was like, where am I going to go to school? And I applied to all the schools that had the color orange. you know it's like veronica's weird things but um Mm -hmm. it worked out it worked out for me so like you know maybe god put in my heart Mm -hmm. to um to really like orange so that i'll go to a school that had orange in it as the school colors yeah maybe so maybe so yeah yeah i um gosh it was something i was gonna say um when you mentioned the school stuff you were making me think about how i came to go to mercer and i mean course i was praying and whatnot but um i really had my mind on georgia tech and so i got accepted to tech and i got accepted to mercer but i was like whatever about mercer but you know some you know i missed a financial aid application deadline at tech and you know it was kind of a no-brainer you know it's pretty much you know almost most you know almost all paid mercer and then you know I think almost all loans are, are no loans because I didn't miss the financial aid deadline for tech. So it's like, well, going to Mercer, you know, and I believe that even though I didn't have like a um, Damascus Road experience whenever I um, decided to go to Mercer, I met you there, you mm. know, so I definitely believe that. It's all know. worth it for that. I mean, you would, you didn't even have to get a degree after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And maybe, maybe God, he did want me to do that. That's why we met toward the end of the, um, toward when we were actually about to graduate like maybe he still wanted me to get a degree for some reason mm-hmm. you know but um but yeah yeah that's right that's what i was going to say so like you know um i don't know if you, you guys have heard of this podcast called um how i built this and it, it's on npr hosted by guy rise um def- definitely one of my favorite podcasts the podcast i probably listen to most consistently out of all the ones i've ever listened to but anyhow he interviews the founders of many many different very prominent companies that you and I are very familiar with and um I can't tell you how many of the stories that I heard where people believed so strongly that the idea that they had for a business was going to work that they were really willing to do anything for it they were willing to you know remortgage their houses pay all their um you know, get rid of all their savings, put all their savings into it, ask family, you know, you know, go knock on doors of people to, you know, to fund their project and get rejected, you know, many, many, many times, you know, and like, that's, that's like real faith, you know, but then it's like, for some reason, you know, it's like, we say that we have faith in God, but then whenever we believe that, surely God put some sort of prompting in our heart, you know, through prayer or, you know, whatever. But we still, we need, we need more evidence. We need more proof. Like we don't, it's like, is it really faith? Is it really faith? If if a person can have like an idea to make like some sort of app or whatever, you know, and they don't even know, it might even be a person who has not a, don't have a tech related bone in their body, but they really believe in their idea. And they put so much into it. It's like, that's so compelling to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really believe that that's what um, faith is, faith in God is supposed to look like, you know? And, um, you know, I even kind of think about sometimes since we're talking about prayer, you know, praying about things, you know, but then sometimes you might have in your mind like, man, I mean, what's the use? 
you know, but it's like, do we really believe that he hears us? Do we really believe he cares? And if we do, you know, it's like, how is it a waste of time? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that we might even need to take the pressure off of ourselves when it comes to prayer. That mm-hmm. That's something that I have been struggling with. And I don't think that I really have um, considered it completely. But I've struggled with my prayer life because I'm like, okay, what am I going to do during this time? How do I start the time off right? What kind of devotional will I read? What kind of scripture will I read? And just all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. When all I got to do is sit my behind down and say, Father, I'm listening. And just if I take the pressure off myself and stop thinking that I got to do something that's going to like usher in God's presence and I just quiet myself and make myself available, Maybe I just need to let that be how I go about things for a while instead of feeling like I have to say the right things or I have to initiate the the process in a certain way. It's like just take the pressure off and just sit down and 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 tell God that you're there. Like I feel like that's what I need to do. But it's you know, it's like we always I I, I had never heard of quiet times and all that until I um, went on this mission oh, like trip. Time. Yeah, yeah, like people had, I mean, like actual word, like quiet times. And somebody was like, yeah, my quiet times. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like when it's just quiet, like the times that it's quiet. But it's like an actual thing that I, th- I guess a lot of um, churches teach people about having quiet time mm-hmm. with God. And you have a scripture and you pray a certain way and you journal and all these little things. And, and I just feel like we made it into such a, a thing that it yeah. becomes this intimidating thing instead of it just being you sitting down and, and making yourself available to God. It's like, it has to be this quiet time and it has to be done this way. Right. Kind of formulaic and cook, cookie cutter a little bit. Yeah. And I had never heard of that before hearing it from, from those folks. But then once I did, then I started have feeling like I had to do stuff a certain way instead of just read my Bible or Whatever, and so then you feel like you got to have a certain devotional, and you got to answer questions, you got to do all this stuff that, um, like, I mean, I'm going to keep going back to this. Like, back in the day before the Bible was a written book, people didn't have it, and they had to get in God's presence some way. They had to seek God some way, and it wasn't because they read the right scriptures and they, um, you know, had their journals and all that stuff. They... I don't know what they did because I wasn't there, but I just think we put too much pressure on ourselves when it comes to prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I think that's um I think that's um right. Like I I um I believe that. I mean, true. I do believe that some of, I mean, the routine of having a time I think is 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 definitely something good about yeah. that kind of teaching because you know because you can get to where you don't really have a. I mean, a r- routines are often good, you yeah. know, but like, but I agree also, like if we kind of get to where we're approaching stuff a certain way, like every time it almost can kind of take some of the relationship out of it. It's almost like if I was with, like with you, you know, since even, and I'm sure it's happened with you and I, since I'm more of a routines based kind of person, if I do things the same way with you, you know, you might kind of be like at some point, like, all right, Sean, you know, like that's enough, you know, like maybe we can do something a little bit different, you know, or whatever. Cause you know, I mean, I do believe that sometimes routine can, if you're not careful, it can kind of take, it can kind of like 
take some of the relationship aspect out. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, um, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Yeah, the thing the thing is like, yeah, we just have to, like you said, just kind of be be there. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, you just think about so many different people. I mean, you had even people who were like, not even, they weren't even seeking God, but God, you know, he, he encountered them. He encountered them. And that's kind of how, I mean, really that's kind of how it is with us anyway. It's like, like the Bible says, you know, you didn't choose me. I chose you, you know, <clears throat> so we don't choose him anyway. But my point is, you know, you had people like Moses who, you know, his his whole relationship with God was initiated. His personal relationship with God was initiated through the burning bush experience, you know, and um, that's how he came to know God. But it wasn't because he was like, I mean, of course, he was the one who wrote the the Torah and all that kind of stuff, the five, first five books. So there was no script, I guess, to read. Technically, I was going to say he wasn't in the, in the Bible, but I mean, of course not. But um. But yeah, it's like you when you read him and God conversation, it was like it was conversation. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like, God, you want me to do what? So I can't do that, you know. I'm I'm I stutter, you know. And um but yeah, so it's just like real stuff. It's real stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. And that, you know, ultimately that's what I I desire, you know, that's what I desire. But I know I know yeah, let me say this too. I know that one of the things with me is I spend so much time listening to various other things, whether it be like actual audio or like reading things that kind of have conversation kind of going on in my head mm-hmm. that sometimes I really don't know what's, what's what in my mind, what's God and it's so much. And so since I'm a podcast listener, one thing, uh, um, one thing or listen to the news like NPR, one thing I've had to start doing recently and it's painful but I've had to like stop listening to stuff and just kind of like embrace the quiet in my car. And I've been in moments in my life where I just really love the quiet, but I'm not in that moment now. So it's painful, but I know that if I can get to where I'm not listening to all this stuff and I can get to where everything is quiet around me, then I'd be better able to discern like what God's leading is in my life or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's like, okay, this is what, this must be him because this is his character. This is, you know what I mean? Right, right. But um, like I said, I'm in that moment again that I get to sometimes where I've listened to so much stuff. It's painful to be in quiet. Mm-hmm. It's painful to just kind of have silence around. And um, but usually after several days of that, then I finally I start to get to the opposite side where it's hard for me to turn the radio on again because my body is used to the stillness and you know all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I um I think we probably um should wrap up. I think this is a good conversation to have, kind of like a regrounding conversation and um I thought about it, you know, when we uh, we're looking at our family vision and how we're people of prayer is part of our vision. And so, um right. it's like if we're going to be true to our vision, we have to make sure that we really are people of prayer. Um, and we do pray a lot, but there's a certain element um, that I think is missing on my end of that stillness and quiet and really hearing from God um, that I must do. So mm-hmm. I am committing to being more intentional about that. 
so that I can truly hear from God and, and, and have peace, have more peace because mm-hmm. I'll be hearing from him what to do rather than trying to figure everything out on my own. So, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to do my part. Definitely do my part, which is a lot of the same, get that stillness back on the inside of me, you know, by like not exposing myself to many, so to so many sources of noise, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and just being just being determined to be consistent and 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 to really kind of keep my eyes and ears open, you know, as far as like what he's saying, and also be ready to act in faith, be ready to act in faith, like for real, not let fear hold me back, mm-hmm. um, especially in this time. Yeah, yeah, it's there's too much at stake. So mm-hmm. like, let's just cut it out. Let's cut it out and just do what we feel like we need to do. Cause um, it's just too much at stake. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully, if if you know, if somebody you're maybe listening and you kind of been feeling similar, you know, kind of feeling like you need to be praying a lot more during this time, but then you kind of wondering what that looks like, or you feel less motivated, even though you know you should. Um, you know, if you have something to share, we would love to hear from you. Um, you can comment on social media. You can leave a voicemail at 478-216-8536. Um, and, you know, we would love to just kind of hear what's on your heart in regard to prayer and faith and living a whole life, you know, um, a purposeful life, a life that's led by God and doing things that are really help during this moment in history. Yeah, and I would like to hear. I know that um, I kind of said some things against having like a routine or having like a a framework that you follow in terms of prayer. But I am interested if you have something that works for you. I would love to hear what you do, what what kinds of um, practices you may have that help you to feel like you're connecting with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever you might do to prepare your mind and prepare your space, I would be interested. We'd be interested in hearing from you on that. So. Yep, yep. All right. Well, I think that does it. You good? I'm good. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll check you next time. Basics Health and Wholeness Podcast with theme music produced by Life on Flow. Mm-hmm.